Hello, and welcome to Astrology Today, your daily look at the planetary movements and how astrology can affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance, I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you join me for a look at the daily transit for Saturday, April 4th, 2020. I just wanted to go over how the podcast worked, what I focus on, just for anybody that's new. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I set my charts every day for noon Pacific daylight time. That is the time uh, zone in which I live. And I choose noon because you know any trained astrologer, if you don't have an accurate birth time, for example, you're going to pick noon. And so I pick noon to look at the daily transit because it's halfway through the day. It's that great general snapshot of what's happening. Obviously, planets are always moving. So you basically have to pick a time. The other thing I wanted to point out is that I do do monthly horoscopes. Those happen at the end of each month for the following month. So that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. If you're interested in your horoscope for April, you need to go back in through my catalog and find the episodes that were done at the end of March. And uh, that was about 10 days ago. So you just go back. I think it's 302, 304, 306, 308, something like that, to find each of the horoscopes for April. The first theme that I wanted to talk about today is the moon. It is just about at the end of Leo, and so now it is void of course, which just means it's not uh, creating any new aspects with any other planets until it changes sign later on today. And so from uh, an astrological standpoint, what this means is, is that we don't start anything new when the moon is void, of course. Now, it's not a hard and fast rule. If you want to start something new, you can. But the, the general lingo is nothing much will come of it. So you're better off to not start anything new for the rest of the day. You know, clean the, the, the junk drawer in your kitchen, finish up some old projects, and then, you know, start fresh later on tonight or even better tomorrow. Any new projects, start them later. The main theme and really the aspect that is dominating the transit today is this exact conjunction between Jupiter and Pluto. Now, I spoke about it about a week ago, as, of course, the planets were coming towards each other. They will be exact later on tonight in about eight or nine hours from now. And it is this is a big moment. Remember, we've been talking about this Capricorn stellium that has been affecting us since last December and will carry on until December. And that's three planets, Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter, that are all within eight degrees of each other. Now, what's interesting here and I've spoken about this before, these three planets are actually never all at the same spot, but they do it in pairs. So sometimes it's Saturn, Pluto, sometimes it's Saturn, Jupiter, and now it's Jupiter, Pluto. This is the second time this year, out of a total of five times, that two of these three planets will be in the same spot. So it's worth pausing and definitely looking at. Remember, Pluto is the one of these outer planets moving incredibly slow. Uh, Jupiter is um, what's called 
uh, a middle planet because it's kind of in the middle and so it is moving a little bit faster. These two planets are in conjunction about every 12-13 years. So the last time that they were together uh, was in December 2007. Yeah, that was kind of a, a, a transformative time as well if you remember that when the money markets started to go haywire from that point forward leading into the mortgage crisis happening in the fall of 2008. Now, these two planets are within orb for a while. It's not just hit or miss, right? Because they're slow moving, it takes months for them to approach each other, be exact, and then carry on. So the effects of this conjunction last for a good half year or a full year. So it's worth uh, looking at. Okay, so what does it mean? Both planets are in Capricorn, so clearly this is really going to affect people that are Capricorns. Um, and what I see very strongly are power grabs. You know, um, Pluto is this incredibly powerful planet. It's a planet that goes deep and Jupiter just bolsters whatever uh, planet it is in contact with. This can cause, um, you know, a sense of going overboard with power. And that's why I say that, talk about power grabs, that people are pop perhaps stepping over the bounds and trying to, you know, gather more power for themselves in some way, energetically or actually on the ground that may be going on. This can also uh, create um, a lot of resistance. And so what we can work on in this transit is overcoming resistance, resistance to whatever, perhaps new ways of living, new ways of looking at things, but definitely a lot of resistance out there. And finally, uh, generally, I think a lot of us are going to be feeling a lot of overwhelm, overwhelmed by how deep this feels, how, you know, perhaps it feels like it's going to your core. So I wanted to take some time today and just talk about um, specific things that each of the signs can do, depending on your sign, to help yourself to um, deal with this overwhelm and to perhaps calm yourself. Okay, let's quickly look at the signs. I split them out by element. I find that just easier to group them together that way. So let's start off with fire signs. Fire signs are uh, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And so really fire signs are going to want to act. There are that spark in the astrological calendar. And so they're going to want to be doing things, acting, feeling like they're moving forward in some way. Earth signs. The earth signs, this is Taurus. Virgo and Capricorn, basically in order to calm themselves, it generally involves a grounding practice, something that makes them feel connected uh, on the ground doing something. Uh, I know for sure that there's lots of people that use yoga for this and definitely any kind of meditative or grounding practice is definitely going to help earth signs. Air signs, this is Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. They generally are, these are the intellectuals of the um, astrological calendar, and they're going to be the ones that want to communicate, well, however that looks. Messaging, sharing information, getting more information, but basically communicating to help alleviate whatever overwhelm they're feeling. And finally, our water signs, that's Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. These are um, people that are probably going to want to find some way to soothe themselves, to nurture themselves. This is definitely a strength for water signs.
I hope you got something out of today's podcast. Remember, I am taking questions. So if you have any questions, you know, about this conjunction that's happening, how it affects you specifically, if you want me to look at your natal chart, I'm happy to do that. My email is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voice message if you're listening to me on Apple, Anchor, or Spotify. I uh, love getting your questions. I love researching some astrology for you and sharing that on the podcast or not. If you're a private person, I'm happy to respond to you directly. Please have yourselves a great day. Stay safe, stay well, and stay in.